0: Welcome to the Design Build Institute of America's Design Build Delivers podcast. I'm Kim Wright at DBIA's National Headquarters. Today we're going to talk about the industrial market a bit, and specifically EPC. In a lot of ways EPC looks and acts like design build, but there are some critical differences. We talked to Peter Kinsley, who as a Haskell president has seen EPC implemented on projects from aeronautics to processing plants over many years. But before we get started, I want to say thanks to Georgia Pacific Gypsum for their support in bringing this podcast to you. So, now let's talk about what's in a name EPC in Design Build. We're going to talk to Peter Kinsley about EPC. So, what is EPC?
1: Well, EPC is an acronym for project delivery method which is engineer, procure, construct, very similar to design build. In fact, I would argue that it's the same as design build. It's a form of design build and it's an acronym largely used in the manufacturing space, in which there's a process component to it.
0: Process meaning what? Define that. Me- for me.
1: Meaning that a raw product come in, comes in and a product is produced. And so it's particularly prevalent in the, in the chemical and oil space. It's particularly prevalent in the food space. It's particularly chem, uh, prevalent in the aviation manufacturing space. It's really um, engineer, procure, construct is the description of a design, build, delivery method when there's a process component in which raw product comes in and a product is produced. And what's embedded in this discussion is, is there's performance guarantees about how much is produced, the quality of the product, as well as the quantity of the product
0: which gets back to then your world, EPC is basically designed bold and water,
1: right? It is. It is. And so I've, I've done water uh, for a long portion of my career. And, and if it's a drinking water plant, then there, are, then there are the drinking water standards in which the facility has to meet. If it's a wastewater plant, it's the discharge permit standards. And so it's very similar um, in which a raw product comes in and a product is produced with certain process guarantees. And so the municipal water market describes um, their delivery method as design-build, um, but in practicality it's, it's, it's very similar, if not the same, to EPC in the industrial manufacturing space because it's design-build, single point of responsibility, one contract executed for both design and construction uh, with process guarantees.
0: Are there other similarities then between EPC and design builds? Um, I mean, you know, it's the old "what's in a name." It's you do wonder there are just so many different ways to define um, a process that seems very, very similar.
1: Well, design build and EPC has a number of similarities. I mean, the, that the foundation it's a it's a single point of responsibility. The owner enters into a single contract for both design and construction services, which is which is the foundation of design build. So that's a that's a similarity. Another similarity. Is, is, that, is that the EPC um, contractor, the EPC provider, provides very broad responsibilities in terms of cost guarantees, in terms of schedule guarantees, in terms of quality guarantees, and then at the end of the day, as I described earlier, process guarantees, performance guarantees, in terms of, in terms of the output, both the quantity um, of product produced as well as the quality of product produced.
0: It, is it really just a name difference, or are there really significant reasons why it would be EPC over design-build?
1: Well, I, I think uh, it's an acronym, and I think it's an acronym that's widely used in the industrial manufacturing space. Um, and, and so it is um, what's recognized in that space. So it's an important acronym um, because, because industrial manufacturing customers in that industry is gonna recognize EPC um, and not design build. Um, I was describing essentially the execution of a project and the similarities of design build in the water space. Um, but I would I would say that EPC in the industrial space Um, has got some differences from, let's call it design build in the building space. Um, And the center of it really is the process guarantees and the process equipment um, that drives these facilities. And so EPC projects are are process driven facilities in which the process drives design in lieu of with a building, it's many times architectural aesthetics, um, structural design is what drives it. In the EPC space, the process design Um, drives design, and then more consideration is given to the building that essentially goes around the process.
0: Right. Does EPC predate design build? I mean, design build, if you look at it in the scheme of things, is relatively young. Um, Is EPC something that's even predated that?
1: No, I don't know the answer to that in terms of timing. I will tell you that EPC is very prevalent in the manufacturing space, has been for a long time. Um, I think that the industrial private market doesn't have some of the impediments of public procurement, um, and, and so I think the, I think EPC and the execution of projects using that form of delivery has been in application for a long time. You know, my employer, Haskell, has been in business for 54 years, and, and we've been doing EPC industrial facilities uh, for decades.
0: If you're a successful design-build team, you're a successful design-builder, is that something that you would then potentially also then find that, that same skill set? Valuable in EPC, or is that really very sector-specific work? If you're an EPC guy, you're an EPC guy. You're a design, design, build. Yeah, I think a that's
1: builder. a. I think that's a really important question, and I would say um, there are a number of similarities, but there are some a number of distinct, different differences in skill set, and and so I'll start with the similarities first. I think I think the concept of of integrating all parties and collaborating and working as a team is common between EPC and design build, and and if you're going to extract the greatest value out of either delivery method, you need to have project teams that are composed of people that, that um, like to work in an environment in which those kind of barriers are torn down and, and um, are very collaborative and, and, and the relationships are trust-based. And that's how the value is maximized. So that's, that's common between design build and common between EPC. I think where the differences um, are more largely driven by facility type. And, and so EPC are, like I said earlier, are, are process-driven facilities. And so these are heavy engineering facilities uh, with, with mechanical, electrical, instrumentation, process engineering. And so the skill set of the project director, of the project manager, of the superintendent um, needs to be um, skilled in those areas, as opposed to on the building side, the areas that the team needs to be really experts in is, is different. It's more Building envelope and potentially architectural systems and aesthetics of the facility are the driver. So, um, certain commonalities, without a doubt, related to behavior. Um, and then I would say that then it becomes a more technical expertise based on facility type.
0: Right. Because you're definitely that hybrid guy. You've done you've done
1: both. I've done both. I've done a lot of process driven facilities, um, engineer by background, and so maybe that's my slant. But I've certainly done a number of. Um, of buildings that, that, are, that are beautiful um, and it's aesthetically driven facilities. So, um, you know, it's, it's the, the behavior is key to maximize the value of the delivery method either, and then just being an expert in your, in your area of focus, uh, or, or I should say, an expert in the area of focus of the building is really type of critical.
0: Great design builders are all about innovation, integration, and efficiency. That's why we're happy to have Georgia Pacific Gypsum as our design-build-delivers partner. The DENS Element Barrier System with AquaCore technology from Georgia Pacific Gypsum creates the water-resistive and air barrier within, eliminating the need for an additional on-site crew to apply a separate WRB AB. This innovative product provides a high performance integrated sheathing solution for architects concerned with preserving the integrity of their building designs and offers contractors better control of their project schedules and potential time savings. And it also sounds a little bit to me like too, we've talked about how design build um, is so flexible that there, that it can do a variety of different things to fit a variety of different needs, which also gives us progressive, too. And now EPC. I mean, is there an EPC progressive nexus there maybe as well?
1: There is. You know, I think EPC, as I indicated earlier, has, has been in, in use for years. Um, and, and I think it hasn't had the, uh, the impediment necessarily of waiting on public procurement to, to put enabling legislation in place. And so it's been, it's, it's been in use for for a long time. Um, and, and so I think I think what's driving um, the continued use of it and continued growth is you know, manufacturers are, are looking to outsource more of their services. And so they're cutting staff. And in the industrial space, it's all about speed to market, which is a great fit for, for EPC because of all the benefits of, of a single point of responsibility. And then the other part about it that's really powerful is is that you know, those private companies are so, um, you know they're so sensitive to maximizing their capital, maximizing their spend, and in an EPC environment that's delivered in phases. You know you put the smart people together early on, and you can develop just an absolute custom um, solution, which which we're seeing in the public space um, as progressive design build continues to grow. Same concept: uh, the projects um, are largely selected on qualifications, um, and you put the team together early on at project concept. And you develop a custom solution, and, and so those are commonalities, and and um and so EPC, while they don't use the term progressive design build, it's more described as a phased approach to design build in execution. It's it's absolutely progressive design build.
0: It's easy to say, well, it's just a name, but it's really not. There are there are some some distinctions. That there are, are some. There are in some. The
1: that's right. There are absolutely some distinctions. And, and it's largely driven by the type of project. You know, a process engineer-driven facility versus a, a building with aesthetics and building envelope-driven facility. The other thing that's a big deal in the EPC space is, 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 as I indicated earlier, these are process-driven facilities, and bringing in the specific equipment manufacturers early on is a is a big part of EPC. Um, and so, in that early planning stage, and when you're in that process design. Important decisions are being made around what equipment is going to be utilized in the facility, and so um, that's another skill set that's pretty prevalent in EPC. Is, is procurement and purchasing is a big deal because you're locking in equipment manufacturers early in the process, in which you can then design around them. And so, those performance guarantees that are embedded in the EPC contract need to be passed through to the equipment manufacturer, so everybody's on the same page. Um, and so the obligations that the EPC contractor has to the owner are the same that the equipment manufacturers has to the EPC contractor.
0: So then I see where that collaboration becomes so critical because you are talking about people that, that are vital to the team, particularly those those specialty trades and the right. the, the, ex, the experts in those little niche areas.
1: They are. EPC, EPC contracts, the teams can get large. They can get large because of that. In, in a building setting, um, you don't always have... Specialty contractors that are that are brought in early wouldn't be unusual to, to have an electrician engage and and a mechanical contractor, HVAC side of things. That that certainly happens in a design build setting, which there's captive subs that that are part of a team. More prevalent in an EPC environment, particularly around the the process equipment that's being used, because it is absolutely critical um, to to how this facility will operate and and meet the owner's objectives.
0: We were talking about various sectors that. Um, EPC has been um, very successfully used, and I think aviation is one of those.
1: Yeah, that's correct. As I talked about earlier, you know, EPC is used in manufacturing facilities when there's a raw product that comes in that ultimately produces a, a finished product, and so you see it in the chemical and petrochemical market, the oil and gas. Um, you see it in the pulp and paper, the pharmaceuticals, uh, but you also see it in the aviation, and not aviation in the sense of terminals, but aviation in the sense of advanced manufacturing in the aviation market. In other words, making parts for planes. Um, and so you see, PC um, contracts done um, for uh, for the, the the different manufacturers in that marketplace.
0: Which is interesting because we have seen so much design-build growth then in the actual facility side. So we're seeing EPC actually producing the, the um, airplanes and the parts needed for the planes, and then you've got design-build producing the facilities that they ultimately fly out of. So that's an interesting nexus.
1: It, it is, and, and um, you know, that market at times even approaches it in, in two different bites that they will enter into a design-build contract in the manufacturing space for all their site development and construction of the building. And then they'll hire a specialty firm to, to come in and do all the process mechanical internally um, as an EPC engagement. So there are sometimes they approach it in two different bites, design, build for site development in their, in their building, EPC for, their, uh, for the internals, if you will. And um, there, are, there are a handful of firms in the marketplace um, that will EPC the whole facility, site development, the building, and all the interior, um, which, is, which is, you know, Haskell happens to be one of those. Um, and so we'll EPC a total facility site development building and all the internal workings and there and there are other firms certainly out in the marketplace that do that as well and so another important topic in the epc um, space is the startup and commissioning these facilities and so so as we talked about it these are process-driven facilities are equipment intensive Um, and so that's a significant part of delivering an epc project is the startup and commissioning of of the of the facility and it so begins with individual pieces of equipment in which you start these pieces of equipment and then as individual pieces of equipment are ready, you then demonstrate systems. Um, and then ultimately systems become total facilities. Um, and so it's not unusual to, to have a very detailed kind of plan in which you start up equipment, startup systems, startup facilities have, uh, have a more modest production rate on finished product uh, that ramps up uh, over a period of time. And ultimately you have to demonstrate um, under performance guarantee what your, what your production um, and quality uh, requirements are on the contract towards the tail end and it's not unusual to have to demonstrate that on a sustained period of time um, to meet your contractual obligation so stardom commissioning is a is a very big deal in the EPC world and a very big deal in the in the water space as well
0: we always talk about innovation and how the collaborative pro- approach of design build and progressive and other help so much with innovation. Would, would the same be true in EPC? Are you seeing the same type of benefit out of an EPC environment? You,
1: you absolutely do and, and in some ways it might even be greater potential just because because these projects are large and they're complex and they and there are you're touching all systems, if you will. And so you know it's th- that's the power of EPC. the power of design build is, is that when you when you bring the experts in early um, at, at early project conception, um, it's that engagement, it's that collaboration and exchange between ideas that ultimately produces the, the, the optimal facility. And so there's lots of room uh, for innovation in the EPC space. I think we're seeing it all the time. That's great, Peter.
0: Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. I'm happy to do it.
0: If you'd like to learn more about EPC, check out our conference recordings on our education page at dbia.org slash courses slash webinars. A quick search using EPC will pull up those recordings. Speaking of conferences, have you registered to join us in Las Vegas, November 6th through 8th for our annual Design Build Conference and Expo? It's going to be a terrific event. You can find out more at dbia.org conferences. Thanks to Georgia Pacific Gypsum for their support as a member of the Design Build Delivers podcast team.